the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello, how you doing? Yes, I know it's been a while, but I'm glad to be here and... I'm glad that you're here too. Welcome again to another edition of While You Are Single. And if you are listening to the While You Are Single podcast, thanks for listening. If you are watching on Facebook, thanks for watching. I encourage you to go to our While You Are Single Facebook page where you have other videos affiliated with While You Are Single and all the resources that will be a blessing to you. I also encourage you to go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org, where I have other resources and other stuff that will be a blessing to you. Thanks again for joining the program. Uh, Let's open up in prayer. Father, I thank you for the privilege to share your word. I thank you for the individual that is watching right now. Father, I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears to hear your word, open our eyes to perceive your word, open our minds to understand your word and give us the wisdom to apply your word into our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. A lot has transpired in the last few years, especially the last two. A lot of us have dealt with a lot with regard to, you know, the pandemic. I know that we are in the aftermath of the pandemic, but it seems like it's still lingering. But and some of us are still dealing with it. But by God's grace, we're going to overcome it. And the pandemic will be a thing of the past. Now there's monkeypox and there is inflation and let alone some of the stuff that we are dealing with in our individual lives. It's a lot. If you lost a loved one during this time, my heart goes out to you. I pray that God restores you, God comforts you, and that God strengthens you. But a lot of us have dealt with a lot this past few years. It's like we're dealing with lots of fires and um, sometimes God does not remove the fire. He takes us through the fire. With that in mind, I want to talk about going through fire. Going through fire. I want to um, mention seven things that we can do that will help us go through the fire and come out uh, with victory. And with that in mind, I want us to uh, go to a story in scripture that literally talks about a bunch of guys going through fire. And I'm talking about the three Hebrew guys Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their story can be found in Daniel chapter 3. And to give a a quick overview of the story, um, basically there's this king named Nebuchadnezzar. He built a large golden image and commands that everybody should bow down to the image once they hear music playing. But these three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these Hebrew men, they only served the true and living God, and they refused to bow down to the image. And that's when the problem starts. Um, the three guys were reported to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, who was very upset, and he commanded that they bring the Hebrew boys to him. And when they came to him, he commanded them that once they hear music playing, they should bow down to his image. And if they don't bow down, he was going to throw them into the fire. And the guys refused. And of course, he threw them into the fire. That's kind of like the overview of the story. But I want to pick out some things in their story, how they responded to the king's request 
to highlight seven points that will help us as we go through whatever fires or whatever adversity or whatever it is that we are all dealing with. The king threatened to throw them in the fire if they did not bow down to his image once they heard music playing. And the guys simply told the king, we don't even need to respond to your request. We're not going to bow down to your image. And in not so many words, they refused. Regardless of what the king, regardless of his threats, they were not going to bow down. Point number one, they had their mind made up. They had their minds made up to obey God, made up to serve God, made up to do God's will along the same lines. Whatever fires you're going through, I want to encourage you to make sure you already have your mind made up prior to the fire. If you're not going through anything now, fantastic. I encourage you to have your mind made up to do whatever God wants you to do based on whatever situation you're dealing with. These guys had their minds made up. One of the challenges that we face and one of the reasons why some of us get burnt is because we haven't made up our mind to do God's will prior to something coming into our lives that will cause us to have to make a decision. When we're going through the fire, it's not the time to start deciding whether you're going to do what God wants you to do or not. That decision has to be made prior to that situation coming up. These guys had their minds made up. They told the king, let's not even have a conversation about this. We're not going to worship you. We're not going to worship your gods. We're not going to bow down to your image. So have your mind made up. That's number one. Number two, the reason they had the conviction and the gumption, so to speak, to stand against the king's command was because they were prayed up. I say that because they simply told the king, we're not going to serve your God because we already serve our God. You know, um, they were already serving God. They were already worshiping God. They were already praising God. They were already praying to God. They were prayed up. So I want to encourage you to be prayed up. Praying after something happens is not always the best approach. A lot of us, unfortunately, start praying after something happens. I want to encourage you to develop a lifestyle of prayer, worship, studying of God's word and all that kind of stuff that falls under the umbrella of being prayed up, which, you know, that's how I'm uh, packaging it. You need to have prayer, firepower, so to speak, prior to something happening to you. Um, because it's going to go a long way in strengthening you and helping you through any fire you're going through. They weren't going to bow down to, 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 that, to that image because they were already praying and worshiping God. They were prayed up. So number one, have your mind made up. Number two, be prayed up. The king was very upset and he commanded that the fire be turned up seven times more. And he commanded certain mighty men to bind these guys and to throw them in the fire. And that happened. But because the heat was so hot that the men that bound them and threw them in the fire got burnt. But the point I'm trying to bring here is the Bible says with their coats, their trousers or pants, their turbans and other garments, they bound them and threw them in the fire. Let me say that again. With their coats, their trousers, which are pants, their turbans or hats, and other garments, they bound the guys and they threw them in the fire. 
Point number three, be dressed up. Be dressed up. By dress up, I mean dress up physically and dress up spiritually. By dress up physically, I mean literally just dress up. Regardless of what you're going through, I want to encourage you to dress up. I'm not saying you dress up to hide the fact that you're going through a tough time. I'm encouraging you to dress up in spite of what you're going through. By dress up, it's an act of faith that you're believing that God is going to get you through and get you on top of this situation. A lot of times you can tell when someone is going through a lot of stuff. Their hair is unkept, hair is messed up, um, their clothes are all raggedy. They don't look kept to just, you can tell by, by how they look physically that they're going through a lot of stuff. And at the same time, some of you are doing an excellent job in dressing up because you look like a million bucks. You look like star. You look like you, you, you're glammed up to the degree that people have no clue what you're going through. You're so glammed up. People think everything is fantastic in your life, but if they just picked into the window of your life. They can see that you're going through a lot of stuff. I want to encourage you to keep dressing up, not to hide the fact that you're going through stuff, but in spite of what you're going through, you dress up as an act of faith. You're not dressing up because of what you're going through. You're dressing up because of where you're going to. You're dressing up because of the victory. You're dressing up as an act of your faith that God is going to get you out of this situation. In the story of the prodigal son, when the prodigal son was coming back home, the story of the lost sons, one went away and on his way back, the Bible says the father saw him from afar and he commanded that they change his clothes. Cause, cause you know, the, 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 your outfit is an expression of, of joy. A lot of times when we go to places dressed up, we're going to celebrate or we're going to celebrate on occasion, or celebrate an event or celebrate a person, or is we're just feeling good about ourselves. And I know that whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, you don't really feel good about it. But by faith, you're dressing up saying, I know this is bad now. I know I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, but I'm dressing up as an act of faith that God is going to get me through this. That's physical dress up. By spiritual dress up, I'm referring to the spiritual armor, the outfit that God has given us, especially for such a time as this. God has a, a spiritual outfit that he has made available to us to address and deal with and go through any kind of fire. And that outfit can be found in Ephesians chapter six. I encourage you to um, check it out. I believe it's Ephesians 6, 13 talks about the armor of God, it talks about the shoes of peace, the uh, breastplate of righteousness, it talks about the belt of truth, it talks about the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, sort of the spirit, which is the word of God and prayer. Um, these seven make up the armor of God, the spiritual outfit. I want to encourage you to have on when you're going through any fire. This is something we should have on prior to any situation arising. Again, this part of the outfit, this seven are truth, peace, righteousness, salvation, faith the word of God and prayer. You won't be strapped with these to go through fire. So number one, have your mind made up. Number two, be prayed up. Number three,
be dressed up. Number four, the Bible says the men fell down and the fire bound. Yet the king was shocked when he saw four men loose walking. He was like, whoa, didn't we throw three guys in there and they were down bound? How come I see four men loose walking? Number four, loosen up. Loosen up. I know what you're going through is tough. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know it wants you to lose your mind, but I want to encourage you to loosen up. Relax. Easy. Have a Coke and a smile. It's going to be okay. Loosen up. Don't be bent out of shape. Don't lose your cool. Relax. Calm down. Loosen up. Now, please do me a favor. Don't take my word out of context. Well, Tok said loosen up, so I know to loosen up. You know what I mean? No, no. That's not what I mean. Relax, you know. So just relax. Calm down. Have some self-care. Reasonable, healthy self-care, okay? Loosen up. So that's number four, okay? Number five. They were bound, they fell down, bound in the fire, yet when Nebuchadnezzar looked, he saw four guys walking. So something had to have transpired between they were down, bound, and they were loose walking. Get up. Get up. The Bible says a righteous man may fall seven times, but he or she gets up. Get up. I know the situation is terrible. I know it's bad. I know it feels miserable, but please don't stay down wallowing in the pain, in the misery, in the hurt. Get up. Anyone can push you down, but no one can keep you down. Get up and move on. The Bible says, they fell down in the fire, bound, but when the king looked, he saw them walking, so they must have gotten up and they walked. Get up and move on. Number one, have your mind made up. Number two, be prayed up. Number three, dress up. Number four, loosen up. Number five, get up. And number six, after they came out, the king looked at them and said, praise be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel to deliver them that trusted him. They trusted him. Number six, look up to God. Look up to God. Trust God. I know it's difficult because a lot of us are questioning God during this hard times, during tough times, during when we're going through the fire. We're like, God, I wanted you to prevent me from being in this fire. I, I want you to take this fire away. But sometimes God is not interested in pulling you out of something. He's more interested in jumping into something with you. The fourth man was like the son of God, which was the presence of God. Some suggest it's like a picture of Jesus in the fire. Whichever case, God was in the fire with them. I'll be the first to tell you, I'd rather not have to go through that. Sometimes God will, instead of pulling you out of a fire, God would rather be in the fire with you to keep you and protect you um, through that time. I want to encourage you to look up to God. 
Don't look down at the situation. Don't look at the person who caused the situation. But look up to God. That's number six. And number seven, the king acknowledged that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will rather yield their bodies rather than serve his own gods. They yielded their bodies. They gave up their lives. They were willing to give up their lives, give up their bodies to serve God rather than serve Nebuchadnezzar's image and his gods. I want to encourage you to give up to God. Surrender. Let God have it. And sometimes I mean you're willing to let go of everything so that God will be in control. Let go. Yield yourself to God handling the situation. I know that we want to fix situations and we want to solve situations. And we sometimes we think we have all the answers and we know what to do and we're trying this and trying that. Especially if you've tried this and tried that and that hasn't worked. Give up. Surrender. Let God be in total control. And he will get you through and out of the fire. But I want to encourage you to have your mind made up to do whatever God wants you to do during this time. Number two. Be prayed up. Number three, be dressed up physically and spiritually. Number four, loosen up. Number five, get up. Number six, look up to God. And number seven, give up to God. Surrender everything while you're looking up to him. Having said that, instead of putting the fire out, God would rather jump into the fire with you. Which begs the question, why? I think that's an age-old question we always ask during trying times. Why, God? Where is God? Why is God letting this happen? So the question is, why does God allow us to go through fires? Well, the reason God allows you and I to go through fire is something I'm going to tell you about next time. Until then, take care. Stay blessed. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about OJ Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.